Welcome, welcome, welcome to Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels, where we are here to challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today we are going to be talking all things diet talk. And man, what it's like living in a world where diet culture is alive and well, uh, where many people find ways to connect through talking about whatever diet they are trying, um, you know, and what it's like living in a world and navigating a world where there is this idealized um, desire for thinness and how to navigate healing your own relationship with food and your body in this world. So yes, hello, Miss Vic, how are you? Oh, good morning. Um, yeah, I'm excited to dive into this mostly because we haven't talked a lot about like the anti-diet food stuff in a while. So mm-hmm. if you need a break from the mindset stuff, <laughs> like a little break, we'll let you off the hook this week. Yeah. So. Oh man. No. And, and the biggest reason that this personally came up and, and why I wanted to talk about it this week is it's actually impacted me me a little bit more this week than than normal ordinarily I am immersed in a different type of echo chamber and what I mean by that is I have curated my social media feed that it is mostly the kind of intuitive eating fine food freedom possibly some anti-diet or at least science-based personal trainers who aren't doing the fad dieting, you know, crazy supplement stuff. And so that is the kind of messaging that I'm receiving all of the time is this kind of, you know, body neutrality approach. Then, um, and and most of my friends are kind of either, um, you know, understanding of that journey, understand what I do for a living, um, or I have my clients and my, my community. And so I'm constantly in this beautiful little echo chamber where I feel like, oh, you know, everybody's very focused on healing their relationship with food and and everybody is, you know, just trying to love and accept their body and be the best version of themselves. And then (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, so anyway, I've been whatever it is with, I've been, I've been seeing somebody who is, who is absolutely lovely and, and, um, but, uh, has, it, it, it has brought up some challenges for me, um, because I realize not everybody sees the world in the lens that I now have and, um, realizing like they, they decided to, you know, they were frustrated with some things and they said, I'm going to go on a juice cleanse this week. And it was interesting for me to just be like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) And recognize that like, not everyone is my client. Like, I think that's been a big thing. Oh man. It's been difficult. Like not everyone is seeking my help or my opinion or anything like that. It is their journey. And that's where they're at. And like, there's times every, oh my gosh, like my friend, Bridget, who's a registered dietitian was the reason for my, my healing, my relationship with food. She's the one who showed me an intuitive eating in the first place. 
every time I like run into these situations, I have to sit back and think she had so much patience with me because <laughs> we've been friends for over 20 years. She's a registered dietitian. This is what she does for a little, like she knows the science. And for years I was battling, trying intermittent fasting, trying keto, trying this juice cleanse, trying whole 30, trying Advocare. And she just sat there and she just, okay, okay. Like, all right, well, and, and just, and just was so loving and kind and, and saw me struggle with binge eating, saw me struggle with this food obsession, saw me anytime I went to a restaurant, not be able to control myself and have to eat myself until I was so uncomfortably full and sick and hated myself. Um, and she just, she just waited until I was ready. And so anyway, it just feels like now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah and I think for I would say that originally like when all this when my healing journey started um it was like having that awareness of the diet talk and then being like oh my gosh like toning it down for me and not making comments or saying things um and then it turned into me being really aware of what other people were saying and not me necessarily giving into the diet talk just me being like oh that's interesting that they said that or like oh like i get where they are now you know um and now it's just something that i try for the mo so the the way that i approach it now is a lot different i try for the most part to remember like how long it took me to get to the point where I was last year mm. and how long, how many times I had to fall and get back up and fall and get back up and, you know, veer off a little bit and then come back a little bit and veer off a little bit farther. And like all of that, well, I didn't have like a Bridget, right. But like all of that time led up to, you know, me learning about intuitive eating and I had learned about intuitive eating in 2019 like actually 2018, I, um, I actually just messaged my dietitian from college and we, she doesn't do social media anymore. She used to be, um, pretty, uh, vocal she, on, on social media. And she, I remember my freshman year, she started talking about intuitive eating and I was like, dealing with so much and I remember sitting in the back of the class and like the last day we were talking about um like eating disorders and she was like you know I'm here because I struggled with one for most of my life and I healed my relationship with food and I obviously she's a dietitian now and I was sitting there like wait what like her name yeah I was just like wait what she has this problem like she struggled with that and so that was in 20 when I started school in 2016. So that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And when I think of like, I had these like little bits fed to me, she had mentioned the book, she had referred me to her friend that was um, an eating disorder, you know, focused uh, therapist. She talked about it, didn't think anything of it, didn't think it was for me, didn't think that that was going to be, you know, a big part of my journey. And so when I think about when these people say these things, I just think they're not there yet. Mm -hmm. They might never get there. They might mm -hmm. never have that like aha moment, but they aren't where I was 
they're not ever going to be where I was, but they did, they haven't had it click yet. And so in that sense, it's helped me. And obviously my husband doesn't go on juice cleanses, but there have been times when he's a little, you know, he can do things and I'm just like, wait, what? Like, but I, I just always have this reminder of like, they're just not there yet. And, you know, also like, um, I would say like my parents' generation, like generationally, it's a lot different. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, you know, growing up and like, it was just like the low fat, the, you know, whatever you can have that has the least amount of fat and carbs and whatever, it's just going to be different, you know, than what we're, well, I mean, I know we're a little bit off on the decades, but <laughs> like, it's just going to be different. It's going to be different generationally. And so I try my best to not get like, not judgmental, but like not get so hung up on it because I know that it took me so long. And it's not necessarily that I had somebody like watching me, you know, struggle through this, like a Bridget, but I can see like, man, I wish that, you know, I wish I would have like, I would have just woken up, you know, before, but it was just not the right time. There were other things going on that wasn't really like, it was everything all at once, like at the end of last year. So I always just try to keep in mind, like, there's so many different factors. And then there's also like conditioning, like how were we raised? Like there is, it's hard to break those things. Those things oh, yeah. have such a strong influence. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, starting point is just remembering that and reminding myself, like, I, I remember Josh, um, one of our friends, he does like this, like cleanse thing. I was like, I was with you. I was in Idaho I lost, when this happened. I lost my cojones. Like I was just like, <laughs> so it's Josh's like mentor work friend. And there he's like, yeah, I'm going on this juice cleanse. And like part of it, you know, I don't like food is not like the biggest struggle in my life anymore. Right. But you know, had that happened a few years ago, I would have like gone off the rails, like, you know, but he basically was like, yeah, I want to do this. And I was like, why? Like, yeah. why do, you do that? Like that doesn't make any sense. That's not in line with like what your goals are, what all those things. I, I wish I wouldn't have responded because that enough, just me being like, yeah, I'm not really sure that that's in line with what you're trying to do. I could have just said that, but I didn't. Um, but that kind of stuff just bugs me. And I, and, and so usually what I say, and it's been interesting because like with my business and everything, people make comments all the time about their body, mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. oh my gosh, they're eating better. And all I say is, you know, I read this book, <laughs> it changed my life. And I think you need to read intuitive eating and then also listen to our podcast. Yes. And I, I, I don't like go into like, oh my gosh, you can't start a diet. Right. You can't start a diet because you're going to get insulin resistance and you're going to, you know, it's going to be a long, you know, day. I don't want to overwhelm people, but I just kind of like slip that in and I'll be like, yeah, I'll just send you a text with the link to our podcast. And you know, you can get the Amazon book, get it through Amazon. And that sparks enough curiosity, I think for mm -hmm. them. To be like, hmm, that's interesting. It's so interesting. So like, and, and I'm glad you brought up Josh's like moment of like yeah. wanting to go on that juice because I remember this moment and I remember I remember how triggered you were and how yeah. upset you were like I was there in the moment and it's 
And it's so interesting because like, I feel like for the most part, for other people, it's not as big of a deal for me. Like I am able, and it is like you said, and it's a great reminder that they are on their journey and that's where they're at right now. And like I said, there was a time when I just, like when you say heal your relationship with food, F off, dude, I don't have a problem with food. Like, I mean, like, I just, I just need a little bit more self-control. Like, (laughs) you know, that's, that's where I was at. And so I get it, but there is something when it's your partner, like that can be really frustrating. And you know, what was super interesting. And this was something I had to like journal about because there was, and I don't know if this would resonate with anybody else, but so at one point he had like taken a picture of himself and it's like, you know, day one. And of course, day one of not eating anything. And it's the morning. And of course, of course you look like leaner. It's just yeah. like, this is how, <laughs> but I have to like, I had this moment where like, it, it really, it bothered me. And I had to take a moment as to like, why? So like, number one, like I have to know and, and remember like, and I think this is anytime anyone starts seeing those before and after pictures, yeah. of anybody and you it, it is triggering especially if it's a friend or whatever else and you're just like you have this questioning of yourself and I had this moment and I had to like think about what is the meaning that my brain is making about this this thing and what it was and I, I told him this but I was just like I had this moment that in my head I was like oh man what if he for some reason this this does work and it's amazing and he like feels incredible and yeah. now he feels like he's super disciplined and he looks amazing and then he then looks at me and is like why aren't you more disciplined why aren't you leaner why don't you take better care of yourself or more whatever because those are my that has always been my story is that I'm never lean enough I've never been lean enough I don't have like the abs. I don't have a flat enough stomach. I don't like my arms or whatever. And all of a sudden it was this deep seated fear of inadequacy. Mm -hmm. And I was making it all about me. Mm -hmm. And so that was interesting. I don't know if that would resonate with anybody else at all, but. Yeah. And I think, um, it also is just so situational, right? Like there's times when people are a little bit more responsive. There's times when people, you know, know that like this has been a huge part of your life and a lot of your life has changed and they might be a little bit more like, is this really like gonna stick type of thing? And so just depending on like the situation that you're in, you kind of have to be able to, I guess, read the room, if you will. Um, and you can make little, little comments, but I think in the, like for a majority of it, just trying to meet people where they're at. And then like, there's somebody particularly in my life that always, you know, kind of makes comments. And I just try to say the most productive, like the most encouraging thing that's going to, you know, point them towards like the healthiest version of them. And whether that's me just being like, I just, it just really just depends on the person. And it really depends on like where, if you kind of like can gauge where they're at. Mm -hmm. Um, 
sometimes you can be very frank with people and other times you have to kind of package it up with a little bit more love. Um, but one of the big things that really bugs me, one of the biggest, like more than a juice cleanse, more than anything is when people are attaching, like if they're good or bad based on yeah. if they've eaten. And only because that was the, I literally thought that like my morality, my goodness, my whatever was so based on what food I had, you know, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack. And, and I, for so long labeled things that way that it really puts you into a weird mindset, let's just say. And, and then it views, you start looking at other people's food choices and you start putting them in boxes and it's just not healthy. And so when people make comments, you know, like, oh my gosh, I have to be good today. I'm like, you realize that like, it's just food. Like it's literally just food and your, your humanness, like your, who you are as a person is not dependent on whether you have a talkie or a piece of cucumber, like Mm -hmm. your body might like one more than the other, but like, you're no better of a person because you chose the freaking cucumber. I remember there was a, a meme that's just like, gosh, Karen, it's just a piece of cake. It's not like you murdered anyone. <laughs> yeah. No. And it's like, it, yeah. And, and I, I think, and when I say like weird mindset, like I remember having like, I remember having dreams and things where I would binge And it was as if I had already done the thing and that I was just bad and that my day was going to be determined by those things. And when I told my therapist that she was like, you didn't do the thing. And I was like, yeah, but my brain thought it, my brain went there, therefore it happened. And it's like, no, that was literally like my unconscious self thinking those things. You know, what's funny. Like it's actually in the book. Um, it's in, it's in the whole 30 book, like starts with food or whatever. I don't know. Um, they talk about this, how in the 30 day, whatever that people have talked about that they will dream that they've eaten off plan or dream that they messed up and they're so terrified about, about it. And she's like, don't worry. It's just a little side effect. It didn't, it's whatever. I'm like, if it's hitting them on that subconscious yeah. of a level, dude. They're maybe, so scared of messing they're, up. They're so freaking terrified. That it's hitting their subconscious. In what way is that healthy? <laughs> yeah. But it, it's in the book. She talks about it, that this is a common side effect. I'm just like, wow. Like it's because you put, like you said, so much morality on food and whether you are a good or bad person and like this is the hard part like so there's that's part of it right like I said like I was feeling like is he gonna look at me like I'm now inadequate that I'm now somebody who is not disciplined because you and I also both know because we've been on those diets when we do feel like we are really controlling ourselves or in the past like where we did feel like I'm being so good and you do look down on other people who are not as in control, who are not as like, whatever, like, and, and you do look down on people who are, are not eating in a way that you are in that moment. And so it, it's, it's taking a moment though. I, I, 
I would like everybody to remember to put on the lens of compassion. And this is something I have to remind myself. I have to put on the lens of compassion and recognize that if somebody is talking about their food choices, commenting on my food choices, talking about their body or commenting on my body, it has everything to do with them and their own deep-seated insecurities and their own feelings of inadequacy more than it could ever have to do with me. And like we just recently, I was talking to one of my clients, um, Becca, and she was on a trip and like she was there and she was able to enjoy all of the food and, and was really present and recognizing like, this is a once in a lifetime experience. I am so happy I'm here. I'm able to be really in touch with my hunger and fullness cues. But she brought up that there was um, someone she was on the trip with who, you know, she had looked at as having this like ideal body, whatever else. And the girl at the time, like she kept saying is like, oh my gosh, I, I never let myself eat like this. Oh my gosh, I never let myself eat like this. And she had this moment where she's like, oh my gosh, like, is this bad that I'm eating like this? Should I not be eating like this if I want to look like her? And then having that comparison mode. And then I would like, we had to have this moment, like, listen up, like you were able to actually enjoy yourself. You were actually able to be on the trip and be present. And she may have this body that you think that you want or whatever else, but I'm going to tell you, she was not present. I'm going to tell you right now, like the fact that she kept feeling like she had to comment on her own food choices lets me know that she was obsessively thinking about it, that she was feeling guilt, shame. She wasn't enjoying or savoring the moment. She was, she was feeling guilt and, and, and obsessing about how she was going to lose the weight when she got back home. And that was the thing that came out of her mouth. Like that was the thing that let, she let out of her brain, out mm -hmm. of her mouth. Think of the things that are taking up, like, yes. I always think of that. So the first thing I think of is, you know, they're not where I'm at. They're not there yet. And the compassion part comes in of like, man, if they can say that about themselves to me, what else are they saying to themselves? And that like makes me like that floods that my, the situation with compassion of like, wow, I can't believe they said that. I can't, I can't imagine the other things that are going on in their head because I would have those thoughts too. Um, and then also just being cognizant of, you know, Becca heard that stuff from somebody and it made her kind of go in, not into a spiral, but it made her start becoming like hyper aware of like, wait, should I be eating different? Like she's in a different body than I, like all of those different types of things. And I don't ever want to do that to somebody or, you know, I don't, I don't want to have that type of effect on people. Um, and so when you look at it from that way, it's also, it, it kind of, again, points it back to like our responsibility and the things that we say and that people can really take things and run with it. Um, I know that when, I mean, I'm still on my weight loss journey and I, I most, most of the time I get really, you know, nice people are very kind, but like if people say, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe you've lost, you know, all this weight. And it in no way is like me telling other people that they need to lose weight. Like it's, we are all different. Like 
I have, this has been a lifelong type of struggle for me. And this is something that I want to get, you know, a, a handle on before I'm older and, you know, all of those things. And so I just, I'm like, I always try to remind people like, this is like my situation and your situation is completely different. And, um, that's okay. Like just because one person is losing weight doesn't mean that everyone has to lose weight. <laughs> like I, I just think that that can be challenging when people think that way. It is. And, and you and I have talked about like, this is difficult. It's difficult because like everyone is on a bit of a different journey. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a reason why, again, I love being on this podcast and talking to you because you and I both have different perspectives yeah. and like, and we've talked about even like with being on the scale, like for you being able to weigh yourself on a regular basis has been helpful on yeah. your journey, even, and I'm still going to put it out there team April to September yeah, without any change, like, and recognizing that still showing up anyway. Like that, I really want people to understand, like that was massive. Yeah. Like that, that is you showing up regardless of what the number is. But at the same time, like for me, like recognizing that the scale has not been helpful. And even where I, years down my journey, that it's still, I can be overly judgmental if the number doesn't say what I think it should. And so like, just recognizing that we all have a different, we all have a different journey. It, it doesn't, and, and recognizing like, it doesn't belittle or it doesn't um, mean that it, it, it doesn't matter, but it, I really like having your perspective because I, again, I don't have a weight loss story and I'll be very honest with people about that. Like that is not been my story that has not been my personal experience it doesn't mean I don't know how to help you or at least help you learn how to maintain a a healthy body weight um but I that is not my personal experience um and yeah and and I think that as time goes on and like with my journey and I think with others as well like those the the diet talk is, I mean, it really just depends. Cause like for me, it doesn't bug me that much anymore. Cause I'm able to, um, but I mean, maybe if Josh was like blaring diet culture stuff, I would be like, what the, what the heck is going on? <laughs> but I do have people that are close to me that are still very much so in diet culture. And so there are, I, I just, I take it as a grain of salt and I just try my best to like, just really exemplify the balanced mindset, the balanced way that I go about like eating food um, and kind of go from that perspective because people, as much as like, it's, I don't like to think about it, but like there are people that are watching and there are people that are, you know, and I don't think that people should be like looking, you know, at each other's plates and like comparing, but people and that can spark conversation good productive conversation but there are people that are watching and are like trying to see if the things that you know 
I'm saying or talking about on the podcast are matching up with the way that I'm actually living. For sure. And, and so that again, points the responsibility on me as a person. And then the things that I say and the things that I, you know, the way that I talk about food and I try my best to be as, you know, there are times that I think mostly it's not, a, and it's so weird because it's, <laughs> the my therapist every single you know person that I've ever talked to that's like a dietitian or a therapist are like you know the body image stuff is the last thing to go like the food stuff will be not the easiest but it will be probably the first thing and I didn't ever think that that would be the case for me because the food stuff was so loud in my head but it doesn't it's it doesn't have as much of an impact as the things that I am struggling with now in regards to my body image. And so it just, I don't know. So when people are making, you know, comments, whether it's diet or body image talk, like just know that there's stuff under the surface that's going on and that that can be, I know that like Kel sometimes talks about like the check engine light, like Mm -hmm. that is just an indicator that there is something going on in their life that they're trying to get a hold of. And, you know, think about the times that you also started a diet, like your life probably wasn't like the way you pictured it or ideal. It was probably chaotic or, you know, followed a big move or a big life change or a big life event. Um, and that's just that, uh, that our desire to have that sense of control. Huge. And, and I think like, that's a big thing too. Like you, two things. Number one, Um, I was like looking back at some of my past journals and things like, and the biggest thing that I, that sparked this journey was I was feeling like a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. I felt like the biggest hypocrite. I felt like I was someone who was preaching health and fitness and eating quote unquote clean and whatever else. And here I was secretly binging and purging. I was a personal trainer and I, I couldn't get a hold of this thing. And I, I don't ever want to get back to that point again. One of my five core values is authenticity and honesty. Um, And so I want somebody that like, if they were to meet me, that they know that if, if I say I'm going to, if I'm talking about something, that it is something that I'm living or I'm working through, or it is, or I'm very honest about where I am in my journey. I, that's really, really important to me. And then the second thing is like body image. Like even for me, even though I recognize that body image is a projection of my inner picture, it is merely a reflection of my thoughts and my mood in the moment. And that is why the way I feel about my body can shift so rapidly within a day, within a couple of hours, within a week, whatever else. And so even though I logically can know that there are times where I can still get caught up in nitpicking or not feeling good enough in my body. And it's, it's these reminders and coming back to it and being like, all right, what else is going on in your life right now that you're not feeling good about? What else is it like where you don't like, what is it internally? And reminding myself again and again and again, that we are taught in this world that in order to feel better, we have to change the outside. Mm -hmm. And I promise you that like real feeling good and feeling happy and fulfillment and peace 
It is an inside out job. Self-esteem is an inside out job. It is you continuing to show up for yourself. It is you continuing to build trust with yourself. It is you continuing to live authentically based on your own personal core values. Like the more that you do that, the better you will feel about yourself. And I pro- like the outside will be a reflection of that. But this whole idea of like, well, when I make more money or when I, I'm a certain weight or number on the scale or when these clothes fit or whatever else, like in, until you do the inside work, it'll never be enough. Yeah. Um, the body image stuff. It's just so interesting. I think that it's hard for me to like, think that it is an inner picture thing. And I, I say this with like, I I say this with the understanding that it's because people live in different bodies. Yeah. But if that is true, like if somebody was to just take my body, put it on, would think the same thing. And these are, this is a good, it's a good exercise. It's a good perspective. I, and obviously like that will never happen. That's just not a thing, Mm -hmm. but I have just because, um, I mean, yesterday I was working out and I, you know, the first thing I was doing like a, um, as many rounds as possible AMRAP type thing. Mm -hmm. And I was taking a few videos for, um, a TikTok, And also just because I'm just trying to log everything that I can. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had like noticed like, Oh, these garage lights, like, man, there's lots of cellulite. That's lovely. There's some loose skin there. Like I could, I mean, that was just, those were the first two things I was just like, but I was like, oh, like I can see that I've, you know, put muscle on, like all of those things were going on in my head. And I was just thinking like, it's just, it's just something that I think about. And I still, I feel great. I feel like I am like the closest best version of me that I've ever been. And I'm like learning to just accept that, you know, losing almost a hundred pounds is going to look different than I did before. And that's okay. But it's hard. Like it's, it's hard because when people do talk about like body image and stuff, I'm like, would you really still think that if you had, you know, you lifted your arm and like all of this, like loose skin is just flopping around. Would you actually think that? I don't know, but no, and no, this is a really good conversation. And obviously it's a huge challenge for me. And I'll be honest, these are the conversations that I've been having with this guy. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, it it is a deep seated insecurity for me. I have to recognize, and I will fully admit again, I have never lived in a bigger body. Yeah. And I'm not you. I'm just saying. I know. No. And it's, and I'm not, and I'm again, like, I'm not again, like I am not, um, cause and he even brought up the fact he's like, and you know, like not only have you had this body or whatever else, like the majority of my life, but I mean, I'm, he was quite lovely. He was just like, you have that smile and you have like, even your, your features and your hair and the way that like, I've, 
I've always been pretty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I have been a, a relatively attractive person. Um, and, and so there's these times where I'm just like, I have to recognize that I have received because of the culture we live in, I have absolutely received, um, certain treatment, um, or I have been spoken to in different ways, or, um, there have been benefits to the way that I look. And so it's, it's, and so then there's this, this, there's two pieces, right? So then I feel like, well, who am I to talk about body image, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then on the other hand, on the flip side, because I, so much of my identity was wrapped up in the way that I looked, then the moment I started to age, like, especially like my, like I have things like uh, my skin, like spent a lot of time in the sun. <laughs> Um, the moment I started, like my body didn't look the way I thought it should or whatever else, or, or any nitpicking I was doing, then I would have an identity crisis because I had put so much of my value and self-worth in the way that I looked that I felt like I had nothing else to offer or no one would see me in the same light or treat me the same way. And so like, I, it, it is this constant battle with, with myself. And I, I recognize the advantages that I get being who I am. Mm -hmm. I think this is so interesting. I don't know what it is. Like I've <laughs> ever in my life, ever, 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 ever. Sorry, there's somebody driving up. Okay. I've never... And think about how much this shifts our perspective, our worldview, like everything, mm -hmm. self-concept. Like I've never been like, yeah, I'm the pretty one. Like I'm the, I can get those things. I can, I can pull that card. Mm -hmm. I've never had that, you know, feeling. I've never been able to like come from that place of like, you know, so I've always focused on other things that I can, you know, like, if that's the one thing, like, I better be good at everything else because then I don't have that other thing to offer, I guess. Um, I don't necessarily, like, think that that's, I mean, just because I had that, you know, thought growing up all my life, like, I'm just going to be, you know, the ugly duckling, if you will. Like, I, I don't necessarily think that about myself now, but that has a big impact on the way that you're going to view yourself, whether you're you know, my body or your body or someone else's, like the way that you carry yourself is going to be different. The way that you, you know, all of those things. Um, and I still like, uh, sometimes I, well, I've been working out at home a lot, which I'm like, you know, I'll save the gas money. I'll yeah. like, <laughs> gym is far. <laughs> like it's so convenient. I mean, our gym is not that far, but I'm actually enjoying working out at home. But I was thinking the other day, like, and it's again, taking up headspace, but do people like look at me and just think like, man, she's got to get her shit together. Like she's, you know, lost herself or whatever. I'm just saying these things. Cause I, I yeah. hope this resonates, but 
like, are people thinking those things, but they have no idea, like, the things that I've been through in the last year, like, the things that, like, where I was a year ago, you know, so. My mom brought that up a lot, because she, she also had lost, like, a hundred some odd, whatever, she, whatever, it was a lot, um, and I remember we were in Hawaii, this was back 2019, after she had had this, like, weight loss, whatever, and she's like, I'm still the big fat woman on the beach. Mm. And like, it, it's, this sucks. Like, I, I wish, like, I, I like, and this is, I, this is an honest conversation. Like, we're not sitting here, like, we have the answers and it's all figured yeah. out. Like, I'm like, this is, I, I hope that people recognize. We didn't plan to talk about body. <laughs> we did not, but it, it does keep coming up and it is part of freaking diet talk. And there's a reason that it's there. And I, I, I feel for it. Like, it is this thing where I'm like, and I talk about it with people all the time. Like, you cannot judge a book by its, by it, by its cover. Like, again, People used to look at me and be like, oh my God, she's so healthy. She's so disciplined. I want to look like her. I want to be like her. And I'm like, I was sick. I was so sick and I hated every ounce of my being. And then there'll be people like my mom or like you or like whoever. And like, you have no idea where they are in their journey. They may still be in a bit of a bigger body and you have no idea how far they have come, how healthy they are, what their blood work actually says with their cardiovascular system, you have no freaking clue. Yeah. Like, it just sucks. Yeah, it's been, it, and that's when, when I say like the food stuff is like less challenging, it's because all of these different thoughts about my body and what other people are thinking and like those things are the things that are, more prevalent and talked about now for me and those are the things that are coming up and it's mostly just because like I'm you know a little bit more outspoken about it I um yeah it's just been it's just been very interesting to 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 it's just been interesting. My cousin, um, I haven't talked to her since I was, well, I had kind of talked to her a little bit after, before Josh and I got married in 2018, but like, we hadn't talked really, really since like I was 16. Um, and she called me yesterday and it was a great conversation, but I remember, um, just, you know, my, I have a particular side of our family that all kind of looks the same. Like they all have, sick muscle definition and you know all of those things um but that's just not the way that I look and so like I've always looked different um and and so I just think man how different uh she does NLP like the stuff that Mm, really um, yeah so she um we were just talking a lot about like the self um programming just all the like the internal picture all that stuff like how different it is because she also is like I mean she is just like stunning like she's just always like a has always like been like the pretty girl and we were just kind of talking about like the how our experiences and the things that we do and the actions that we take are going to look different versus somebody that hasn't felt that way 
or, you know, feels like they have to compensate because they don't have the looks or they don't have the, you know, the general, I guess, societal view of what pretty would look like. So just interesting. It it is. Well, and, and like, again, then I guess for me, when it comes down to that kind of stuff, it, it is still then you being cognizant of who you're spending your time with. And I, this is why I'm so huge in our community and having like our whole slogan is you are not alone. And these are the kinds of conversations we have in our weekly group coaching calls and recognizing that you always have body autonomy. You always have the right to want to do whatever it is that you want with your body, whether that is, you know, a a weight loss or fat loss journey or Um, or we have others in the group who are are desperately just trying to like, not have to measure and like restrict and, and be so, you know, hyper-focused on exactly what's going in their body every single, you know, or obsessively like steps or whatever else. Like there's, I I really do feel like there's just, there's a spectrum to your journey and it, it is dependent a lot on on the experiences that you've had in the body that you're in. And, um, and I promise you, no matter where you're at in your journey, there is someone in our community that can resonate with where you're at. Um, And so I, I think being able to talk about this stuff rather than holding it in or thinking that there's something wrong with you for having these thoughts, I think is really important. And just being aware that guys like at the end of the day like there's this thing um I've been she calls it b-t-e-a but your beliefs impact the thoughts that you're having and the thoughts then impact your emotions and your emotions impact your actions b-t-e-a and so like it is like that neuro-linguistic programming of how can we start reprogramming our belief systems like to recognize that the way that you look really is the least interesting thing about you and surrounding yourself around people that understand and support that message and have that echo chamber because continuing to put yourself in situations where people don't understand that isn't going to be helpful in helping you. You're going to, I mean, that is, that can be a form of self-sabotage. Like, just being aware of, okay, yeah, maybe I can't control the way that my body has chosen to release the weight, whatever. I can't control, you know, the things that people say to me. I can't control any of those things, but I can control the people that I let into my, my sphere of people that I, you know, my people. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then also like Kelsey touched on the social media thing, like who are the people that you're following? Um, are you in comparison mode? If you are like, you can either mute them or just hit the unfollow, like those types of things. Um, you can kind of take inventory of like, how are you feeling around these people? And like, don't by any means, if you have a beautiful cousin or a beautiful, like whoever don't just like, Oh, I can't hang out with you. Like, (laughs) but just being aware of like, everyone has their own shit and (laughs) different. And whether you are in my body or Kelsey's body, like we have had these same shared experiences. Like 
where she feels inadequate to like speak about, you know, like the experiences that I have, I don't feel like I should be saying anything because I haven't maintained the weight. Like I haven't gotten to that point yet. So like, that's my insecurity and like, of, well, I even hesitated talking about any of this stuff at the very beginning. Cause I'm like, I have nothing to prove like anything. There's no evidence that these things that I'm doing are even making a difference. I can feel it, but have I like, I really think that it has to be a time thing. So it doesn't matter what it is. Like we all have these things and this is just like that shared human experience thing. Just remembering that and, and not like veering off from that, because I think that that, if we can just come from that place, it's going to be a lot easier to deal with those things and to deal with conversations and things that people say. 100%. Put that lens of compassion on guys. Like it doesn't matter what you think someone looks like. I promise you, they all have their own insecurities. They all have their own core wounds, things that we are working through. Trust me. I, regardless of the way that I look or what you may think, I have deep seated feelings of inadequacy periodically. If, if I don't, if I don't um, consciously continue to kind of recognize them and work through them and, and, um, and yeah, and I, I think that's the big thing. I just also want people to, to know is that like, you can change the way you look on the outside, but if you don't deal with the inside, it, it won't matter. It'll never be enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll never be enough. Um, so I, this has been a very interesting conversation. This is not how I saw it going, but I really appreciate it. Um, and I, I appreciate your honesty, Victoria, because it is a perspective that that I cannot share. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. All right, you guys, make sure to leave a review and um, not just hitting the five stars, but like leaving a little something of whether it was something that you heard or something that you've appreciated. Um, and then we will have all of our regularly um, talked about resources in the comments or in the show notes. Yep, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for being here. We love you all. And um, if you, you ever, yeah, and guys, if you ever want to talk about any of this stuff, if you want to like personally talk to, well, if you'd like to talk to me through some of this stuff or learn a little bit more about our community, if you are feeling really alone in this, um, be sure to book a free strategy session. We'll put the link down below, but you absolutely do not have to be on this journey alone. Nope. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good week and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.